0: Izanagi and Izanami Izanagi and Izanami stood on the floating bridge of heaven and looked down into the abyss. They inquired of each other whether or not there were a country far, far below the floating bridge. They were determined to find out, and in order to do so, they thrust down a jewel spear and found the ocean. Raising the spear a little, water dripped from its tip coagulated and became the island of Onogorojima, or the spontaneously congealed island. Upon this island, the two deities descended. Shortly afterwards, they decided to become husband and wife, though as a matter of fact, they were brother and sister. But such relationships in the east never precluded marriage. The deities accordingly set up a pillar on the island and Izanagi walked around one way and Izanami the other. When they met, Izanami said, "'How delightful, I have met with a lovely youth.'" One would have thought that this naive remark would have pleased Izanagi, but it made him extremely angry and he retorted, "'I am a man, and by that right should have spoken first. How is it that on the contrary, thou, a woman, should have been the first to speak?' This is most unlucky. Let us go around again. So it happened that the two deities started afresh. Once again, they met. And this time, Izanagi remarked, how delightful, I have met a lovely maiden. Shortly after this very ingenious proposal, Izanagi and Izanami were married. When Izanami had given birth to islands, seas, rivers, herbs, and trees, she and her lord consulted together saying, We have now produced the great eight island country with the mountains, rivers, herbs, and trees. Why should we not produce someone who shall be the lord of this universe? The wish of these deities was fulfilled, for in due season, Amaterasu, the sun goddess, was born. She was known as heaven illumine of great deity and was so extremely beautiful that her parents determined to send her up the ladder of heaven and into the high sky above so that she could cast her ever-glorious sunshine upon the earth. Their next child was the moon god, Sukiyumi. His silver radiance was not so fair as the golden effulgence of his sister, the sun goddess, but he was, nevertheless, deemed worthy to be her consort. So up the ladder of heaven climbed the moon god. The two soon quarreled, though, and Amaterasu said, Thou art a wicked deity. I must not see thee face to face. And they were therefore separated by day and night and dwelt apart. The next child of Izanagi and Izanami was Susanu, or the impetuous male. We shall return to Susanu and his doings later on and content ourselves for the present with confining our attention to his parents. Izanami then gave birth to the fire god Kagusuchi. The birth of this child made her extremely ill, and Izanagi knelt on the ground, bitterly weeping and lamenting his wife's illness. But sadly, his sorrow availed nothing, and Izanami crept away into the land of Yomi. Her lord, however, could not live without her, and not too soon after, went into the land of Yomi as well. When he discovered her, she said regretfully, My lord, my husband, Why is thy coming so late? I have already eaten of the cooking furnace of Yomi. Nevertheless, I am about to lie down to rest. I pray thee, do not look at me." Izanagi, moved by curiosity, refused to fulfill her wish. It was dark in the land of Yomi, so he secretly took out his many-toothed comb, broke off a piece, and set it aflame. The sight that greeted him was ghastly and horrible in the extreme. His once beautiful wife had now become a swollen and festering creature. Eight varieties of thunder gods rested upon her. The thunder god of fire, earth, and mountain were all there leering upon him and roaring with their great voices. Izanagi grew frightened and disgusted, saying, I have come unawares to a hideous and polluted land. But his wife retorted, "'Why didst thou not observe that which I charged thee? Now am I put to shame!' Izanami was so angry with her lord for ignoring her wish and breaking in upon her privacy that she sent the eight ugly females of Yomi to pursue him. Izanagi drew his sword and fled down the dark regions of the underworld. As he ran, he took off his headdress and flung it to the ground. It immediately became a bunch of grapes, and when the ugly females saw it, they bent down and ate of the luscious fruit. Izanami, seeing them pause, deemed it wise to pursue her lord herself. By this time, however, Izanagi had reached the even pass of Yomi, and here he placed a huge rock and eventually came face to face with Izanami. One would scarcely have thought that amid such exciting adventures, Izanagi would have solemnly declared a divorce, but this is just what he did. To this proposal, his wife replied, "'My dear lord and husband, if thou sayest so, "'I will strangle to death the people in one day.'" This plaintive and threatening speech in no way influenced Izanagi, who readily replied that he would cause to be born in one day no less than 1,500. That remark must have proved conclusive for when we next hear of Izanagi, he had escaped from the land of Yomi, from an angry wife, and from the eight ugly females. After his escape, he was engaged in copious ablutions by way of purification, from which numerous deities were born. After this, Izanagi, his divine task having been accomplished, and his spirit career about to suffer a change, built himself an abode of gloom in the island of Ahaji where he dwelt forever in silence and concealment.